what is going on everybody welcome back full house in here banks of america shake money havoc great one divorce excuse me this is the not for debate podcast i thought it was just divorce now bro i thought i thought you dropped the great one like like well, diddy you, you it, dropped the puff it had a night nice, it had i tried it in the mirror this morning and it had a nice <laughs> ring to it when i do the intro so don't interrupt the intro no don't interrupt the, don't interrupt the intro. You can find us on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, and Anchor and all other streaming platforms. Also, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most definitely share. We have a special guest in the building, Miss Finsanity. How you doing? I am awesome. Thank you for having me on here today. It's nice to finally meet Banks of America. I think it's like my first time talking to Havoc since like the early, like, fall it's been a, summer it, it's been a solid seven six or seven months right right and i saw you coming to my coming to no passes given once though i appreciate that oh always i try to support every one of you guys like if i know about you guys like that's the thing it's just about knowing where you guys are because i mean it's mm. been all scattered since you know our sure. home mecca so now it's like oh where is everyone nice to finally well, we appreciate back that, up. sanity yeah you're amazing pleasure to meet you too I know that uh, I'm notorious around the Miami Dolphins locker room <laughs> and the fandom. <laughs> you know what? Before before we before we get into depth about that, I just wanted to establish the tone of a particular topic uh, during this pod. Now, um, us at Not for Debate most definitely take domestic violence a very serious issue, and we want to encourage everyone who is going through a similar situation. So please think about yourself first. Always please get help. Below is some very, very important information. Help to get help at, excuse me, the www.thehotline.org. Yes. So yes. Just, just to add to what Devorah is saying, tonight's episode is going to be kind of a change of pace, something very different due to the recent um, allegations with Chad Wheeler and his girlfriend. Uh, so tonight's tone is kind of going to be whatever, um, but we want to make sure that everybody who's watching the podcast knows that domestic violence is a real issue and people are dealing with this every day. And for those that are dealing with this and you're watching this podcast, we want to commend you and and push you to get help if you're currently going through that. So best to- yeah, definitely. You know, even coming into this, I was reading over some different articles, some different journals. Uh just trying to get an aggregate, some some type of idea of what the numbers are. Um, you know, apparently, you know, uh, one in four women, and actually one in ten men, experience some form of domestic abuse at some time in their life, and particularly during uh, the time we're in now, the frequency of calls to domestic abuse hotlines has increased. The frequency of calls to police uh, regarding domestic abuse has also increased. Uh, and this is, you know, not necessarily a time to to victim shame and to put any no onus on the victim. Uh, this is a time to, to realize that there are quite a few people. Um, there are quite a few people, not just in this country, but but in the world um, with a deep seated insecurity about themselves. And they choose to put a take it out on other people. So. You know, even tackling how, uh, even as a society, we used to approach this thing, which is 
that's not my family, so that's not my problem. Um, you know, the times we're in now call for a much different attitude. If you are aware of somebody who is currently experiencing domestic abuse, if you are even have the inkling that it has happened, I would strongly urge you to one, try and rally your local community, your, your family, your neighbors, uh, try and rally that, that bed of support because what exacerbates this problem so much is a lack of resources and a lack of options. A lot of times they don't have the mobility, the finances to move when they want to move. So if you are aware of a situation happening, um, please try and you know rally some resources, rally the community together, rally family, rally church, rally whoever you got to rally to get these people help because sometimes they do not have the ability to help themselves. Um, and that's, and I will, I will, I will end it on that. Uh, good point. Uh, really good. Very well said, bro. Very well said. Fancetti. Shake, you guys got anything you want to add to that? Uh, that's pretty much, uh, you covered everything. Yeah, I think Havoc did a, an amazing job, you know, putting, you know, that so beautifully. Even though it's a dark situation, they need to know that they do have support. And sometimes, you know, with going through these allegations and going through the process of it all, people sometimes maybe want to back out because they feel like, you know, the world is against them, especially when it's a football player or somebody that's, that's put on a pedestal. But, you know, at this time, I just... We'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully that family can get the healing that they need because this is going to be a tough process for them. And I just want to respect them as they go through it. Absolutely. Well said, Insanity. Great job. Uh, for those that are just coming in now that have no idea what we're talking about, um, Seahawks offensive lineman Chad Wheeler, he was accused of – strangling suffocating and beating his girlfriend after death uh this past week and prosecutors are hitting him with uh, one count of domestic violence first degree domestic violence unlawful imprisonment and resisting arrest all so, felonies so my i was going to say my biggest issue when i when i went over this was there was no attempted murder as far as a charge on here, because mm-hmm. I believe there was a quote in the report where he was, he was saying, uh, you're still alive. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like that, that, that probably was the biggest eye popping problem that I saw in, in the report uh, for, for that. So um, it wasn't which, even hard even reading that report to be very, very honest with you. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it, it really was. was. And I think to a certain extent, this opens up another, you know, another lane, another, another conversation, which is kind of the, uh, this, this, I don't, I don't know if it's, if it's necessarily growing, it probably is because it's, it's exacerbated by the, by the pandemic, but we have a, we have had a burgeoning mental health crisis in this country for quite a while. And when you look at the opioid crisis that's been happening the past few years, that partly fuels it. We have a number of people who need help, but otherwise 
can't reach out and get it, don't have the resources to get it, or don't know how to even ask for help. So across the board, um, we need a reckoning of some sort. We need to understand that we we live in a not just a civilized society, but we live in a community. Essentially, a society is just a community with agreed upon rules. And if we can come together and realize that there are a significant amount of our brothers and sisters out here who are who are hurting but don't quite know how to ask for help. And it's like what I said earlier. You know, if you see something happening, you know, don't just say that's not my problem, that's someone else's problem, let them deal with it. If 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 someone is being abused, if someone's being beaten, if someone life is in danger, then it is your problem because we are a community. And we are all in charge of our brothers and sisters. So for us to move forward, we have to move forward in that way. Uh, hopefully she gets the care that she needs. Hopefully he gets the prison times that he deserves. And, uh, you know, that's that. Thanks. What you got for me, man? Uh, well, you know, uh, first off, I want to thank everybody in the chat for joining in, guys. Thank you, guys. Of course, Rev, uh, Big Hearn. Uh, Rev, I'm okay, man. I don't know. My eyes look a little bit watery. I don't know why, but uh, but that's just how it is. I think it's from the glare from the, the laptop. Um, Chelsea, hello. That's one of my personal guests. She stopped by. I appreciate you coming by. Um, but, yeah, man, it's a pick, kind of piggyback. Uh, Habit, man, you, you've – bro. Um, he rolling right now. You, I think I'm going to let him I, take I really point tonight. Yeah, I really don't know uh, much more I can say about that situation other than what Havoc said, man. We, we all, I think we all here uh, are on the same page when it comes down to everything that Havoc said in reference to that. Uh, thanks for uh, putting it out there so well, bro. But uh, just to kind of, you know, get to a, a little bit, I mean, the domestic violence situation uh, actually triggers me in a very personal way. Um, I myself was part of a, a domestic situation. Um, just because I, I know how people would, you know, we'll get on, you know, camera and we'll say these types of things and, and whatever, whatever. And then some people may do fact checks where you may go out and say, well, who are these people? I mean, let's just, you know, so I have been in a situation, unfortunately, uh, where I was involved with a domestic dispute between myself and my ex-wife. Uh, nothing on the level of what, you know, Chad, I mean, uh, 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 in this situation is uh, Chad Wheeler. Um, but domestic is domestic, no matter how, no matter how, you know, how gory it is or how, much of an argument is anytime you're anytime you're in a domestic dispute even speaking from personal experience whether punches are thrown contact is made or whatever the case may be you want to with the awareness that i have now i would have done so much differently instead of fighting for attention and trying to fight for the love of somebody who technically at that time didn't want my love and come to show out we, you know, we're no longer together anyway that's a side thing but um you just gotta let it go um, and I, and I know that's a very difficult thing for people to have to deal with to come and grasp the concept of letting go, especially with somebody that's near and dear to you and stuff like that. You think you're going to spend the rest of your life with them and whatever the case may be. Um, but to kind of bring up a point of what, uh, divorce said, um, you know, I'm, I'm actually surprised that he didn't get hit with a, an attempt charge as well. Um, uh, after I read that comment, I, that's the, one of the first things I thought I was like, well, this is, this is clear intent. Um, but again, with, you know, it's, Everything is allegedly on the table right now. Allegedly, that's what was said. That was what was done. I'm sure as time progresses, more details will come out about this. 
Uh, I'm actually kind of disappointed um, that the fact that uh, this hasn't hit the main, that the national media in such a way that uh, past um, events, and I'm not going to try to make this a black and white thing, whatever the case may be, because we all know what's up with that. But I'm just actually surprised at the, 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 the lack of attention this is getting in the media because when such players such as Kareem Hunt um, and, and Ray Rice were involved in these types of situations, uh, you know, um, the lynch mob was out tr- deservingly. But I also thought about the fact that, um, you know, video sometimes makes things even worse. And what happened in this situation was Chad Wheeler didn't have any video footage that we know of right now that's out there circulating. That's, you know, and I'm sure if the, if the, if the video was on, showing it, it, it would be probably getting crucified as well. So I also want to think about that, too, because with the Ray Rice and Kareem Hunt situation, mm-hmm. there was video evidence there that, that made it even worse. Like, you know, when you saw the... When you saw the punch get thrown by Kareem Hunt, you was just like, oh, my God. Like, what is he doing? In the Ray Rice situation, he was like, oh, my God. Like, how could you lose your – you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, again, just to, you know, chime in. And for anybody who's out there, as you guys can see in the bottom of the ticker there, where is that down there? You'll see where it says, aside from, you know, Finn Sanity uh, being there, you'll see where it says uh, say no to domestic violence. Again, we want to let everybody know. That we are the, uh, the the not for debate podcast are we are against any form of domestic violence and we're all in unison on that. So you see it, like having said, if you see some, say some. So, uh, like I said earlier, um, the hotline website is going to be down below in the description. So if you know somebody, uh, go ahead and copy the link and send it to them. But on that note, <clears throat> excuse me. On that note, Finn Sanity, again, I wanted to say I appreciate you coming on the show um, for, for all for all of us and speaking for all of us, um, especially the comp, the nonstop comments that you have, the, the likes that you give, the retweets like it's 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 well appreciated. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Y'all my brothers. <laughs> Y'all my brothers. And I don't, I've never met any one of you, but, you know support and that's how you know you uplift everyone else and god will truly bless that you know we're all just out here trying to get our opinions out there right so like you know y'all not a little too crazy i mean we don't agree on everything you know there's some topics we don't agree on but yeah what i mean there's there's usually a half hour chunk where me and devore do nothing but disagree (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> the, the respect is always there. So, well, you know it what's was, funny? It seems like I'm disagreeing with almost everybody for about 30 minutes up over here. Well, I mean, listen, I win every time you. though. I win every time. Wait, where? <laughs> where? Exactly. I don't think you honestly ever won a debate so far, bro. No. I truthfully don't think you've ever won anything. Uh, as a matter of fact, we got we got the yeah. uh, squad. I think Jay Hearn is actually keeping count. So Jay Hearn, can you let us know how many times the board has actually won a, a debate here? I, I don't think it's. I, I I believe that's what they call on Twitter getting ratioed when uh <laughs> when they just they just they just they just push they just push that down. But uh, look, this is this 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 is the antithesis of the show. Is the able is the ability to. I, I, you know, the the ability to have different sides, but then at, at a certain point, say you've said what you had to say, I said what we had, what I had to say, we moving on, right? But, at, of, at, but at the end, though, there's yeah. only one right answer. 
It, <laughs> it ain't. It ain't ever yours. Hey. It ain't. <laughs> What'd you say, Shake? And it never usually comes from you, so. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's three. To, that's three to one. That's three to one right there. The reason why I watch is to watch them beat up on you, Devore. That's See? the yeah. that brings me back every single time. Yeah, it's, all, it's hard out here for a chocolate brother boy. I tell you. Hey, oh, chocolate. <laughs> Bro, what are you complaining about? You have a piano in your house. Hey, it's exactly. a Anybody else here have a yeah. piano? Grand piano. It's grand. Chocolate, and I work hard on that. Uh-huh. <laughs> you be, I, I, I bet you got a black butler too, don't you? You like serve me them drinks. Hey, listen, <laughs> I know one thing. I want to see. I want to see statements. I want to see W twos, please. Is it you? You need to let me know. You don't need to see you need to, you need to see I nines on a house like that. I need to see them, them I nines. <laughs> you like I you gotta know the right people. <laughs> you gotta know the right people. But uh Fin Sanity, uh curious yeah. question for you because out of all the Miami Dolphins community, I have never seen a fan of Bobby McCain to rock mm-hmm. his jersey. So can you yeah. tell us like the background of you rocking the Bobby McCain jersey, please? All the time too. This is probably like my most worn jersey. Like it's getting retired as soon as I get his autograph at a training camp. Okay. After that, it's getting framed and put up. But um, listen, I've always had this this love for his game, and at the end of the day, everybody just always clowned him, and I was like, you know what? I'm crazy enough. Let me go get a Bobby McCain jersey. And it was crazy. I actually had Minka's first. And like a lot of people don't know that. I had Minka's first, but Minka did what Minka wanted to do. So I was like, you know what? I need a new jersey. 28, 29, they're right there. Boom, go ahead. And, you know, everyone right. used to like, you guys remember way back, everybody used to tell me I was crazy for liking and supporting Bobby McCain. Where are those voices now? Hey, I, 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 I'm still here, but, but I will say this though. I will say this. Um, there was an interview he did. I think it was during training camp, mm-hmm. and just the way that he spoke in the interview, he spoke like a true leader of the football team, and that's one of the main things that I was looking for as far as where are the leaders on this Miami Dolphins team. And Bobby McCain, he transitioned to that leadership role fairly well. So I respect Bobby McCain a lot more. But at the same time, I still, I'm still, I'm still iffy on him as far as a, a Miami I saw it, I saw it way before last last training camp. <laughs> and the guy who was willing to be scapegoated because that's what you guys did. Everybody else got a fair pass. No, but I Bobby gave, McCain. I, I killed was the whole team last season. Scapegoated, <laughs> and I was like, no, we're not going to do this. We're not going to have that energy with the guy with the best smile. On the team now. What let's but if we had Brandon Jones is you know he's getting up there. Brandon Jones' smile is like dreamy, but Bobby McCain's still number one in the book. Which uh, what do you think about the smile shake money? Let us know what you think. <laughs> anyway, he reminds me he, he's like a cross between Buster Rhymes and ODB, but that's another story. Um, I remember. <laughs> Uh, remember when, I remember one of our, uh, me and Great One's uh, biggest debate, uh, this is when, a long time ago when Bobby McCain got his extension, he was, 
he wasn't too happy. I was the, one of the first main ones on there defending him about his contract extension. Remember that, uh, DeVore? Yeah, the best slot corner. Yeah. He was statistically one of the best. One of the best. I mean, I will say this. I will say this. He is the second longest tenured Dolphin currently on the roster right now. He done, he done been there. The only person that's been there longer is Devontae Parker, which yep. is kind of a weird thing because I feel like I just saw him get drafted. That man, it's been... Hey, I, I'll I say this you? much. He's been solid yeah. pretty much his entire tenure. He's been solid. I'm not saying he's he's ever been a star. No, I don't know. He had a, he had a rough couple of first years. That's yes. Kinda no, well, his first point season... His he first season was cut. No, no, not the first season. He did. He had a good first season. He had a better second season. Now the third season, you know, that's when things started to fall off. But you could generally say the defense was. I mean, <laughs> talking about, we're talking about, we're talking about I, Adam Gase. Come on now. Can I tell you something? <laughs> and I'm not, and I, I I hope you guys can go with me on this. The day I fell in love with Bobby McCain, okay? So we were playing the Raiders. And if you guys remember, Jordy Nelson was out there torching us like nobody could torch. Now, Bobby wasn't even guarding Jordy, but uh, Carr threw a pass to him. And I think X missed the tackle. And here comes Bobby. Boom, tackle. Same drive. Cam Wake gets the blitz and the pressure. X gets the interception in the end zone. But we never remember the play before the play. Just like it was LeBron with the block before Kyrie with the shot. Goatness. And that's what we're going with. That's what we're going with. Okay. I will say. I, 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 I can remember the first time I. Uh, what? Under my radar. Was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. Put it in there. I had I'm to. Sorry, I'm sorry. Shane. I had to. I had to throw it in there. <laughs> My bad, Shane. I remember the first time that Bobby McCain, I, I, I started uh, respecting him was it was against New England and him and Amadola. He was locking him down. He, he didn't let Amadola get anything. And as a matter of fact, they got into a fist fight, a fist fight during that game. And he uh, kind of dogged him a little bit, so that's what kind of put him under my radar. Well, I, I mean, are we really about to sit here and glorify Bobby? McCain? Right. I'm not. Yes. Right. I, 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 I can't do it. Jalen Ramsey. I can't you do it. Give Bobby I McCain. Don't get, get out of here. Been, listen, <laughs> me, I've been harping on TV to have a Bobby McCain appreciation like stream. Yeah, I, I'm here. I can host it. He ain't, he ain't worth it. He ain't worth it. I mean, look, because you're the guest, I'll allow it. I'll, I'll allow it to happen today. So, guys, <laughs> moving forward, we're never going to talk about Bobby McCain again. <laughs> okay. like, well, it's likely never to come up uh, uh, again. Listen, but, he, will. he will. You want to know why? Because next year, he'll be an actual pro bowler. I'm calling. Oh him. my God! <laughs> oh, oh, it's a, there's a topic in here that involves Bobby McCain, so <laughs> I'm, I, I want to hear your tune after, after we had this conversation. Okay, okay. Because the Rams only got Ramsey and uh, the guy that looks like Philip Banks. What's his name? Um, <laughs> Uncle Phil. Philip Who's Banks. that guy? That looks like Uncle Phil. Aaron, uh, I'm talking about Aaron Donald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. You're not talking about a defensive player of the year, are you? You, yeah, you, you yeah, couldn't be talking about him. Wait, wait, you're a Rams fan? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And <laughs> hey, hey, we gotta we gotta save Cap. Cap send, send Cap Life. Send us the send us the uh send us your bell, man. Let us know what your bell is. We got you. No, we don't. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> 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 hey, we got you. <laughs> Damn cops pulled me over for speaking of a radar. <laughs> we got you. Send the bell. Tell us what the bell is. We got it. We'll post it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen. You need a GoFundMe for that one. You know what? I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna say this one time. Good luck to your Rams moving forward. You'll never hear this again. I'm being nice because you're a host. But you already know what time it is when the Dolphins line up again against them. Y'all getting that work every single time. I can't say a lot because uh, when, when the head-to-head matchup happened this year, you guys wrecked us, pro- mainly because of Jared Goff. Um, but- no, hell no, boy, hell no. Two would yeah. do a damn thing, right? He ain't, he didn't do nothing. Yeah, he didn't do nothing. <laughs> Listen, let's show up. So, yeah. What say? He more than what Rosen did. I can tell you that. See, there we go. We deflect. We're not doing that. Why we not? That, 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 that's a given. You see what I'm saying, Bags? They always deflect it, man. What? Every time, every time I say something about Tua that I didn't like, we got to talk about Rosen. I we don't have to. We don't. We don't have to relitigate Rosen. He's gone. Yeah, we don't have to relitigate that exactly. But all I know is there was a quarterback that got sacked on his first official snap and lost the ball. Right. It happens. So, Shay, yeah, no, it happens. Yeah, it definitely happens. Shay, you're, kind of, you're kind of low on your audio, bro. What do you mean? Can you hear me now? Yeah, he is much, a little bit better. He did score a touchdown, so I don't want to hear that. Listen, Shay, if we're going to be honest, if we're going to be honest, there's a reason why Tua came out and said that this was easy, and that's because that defense was out there balling for Thank him. You, and, then when, and then when reality hit <laughs> It hit fast for a lot of us. We was like, oh, this thing easy for the point. I'm, 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 this is gonna I'm, be a I'm, I'm definitely gonna clip this. I'm gonna clip this because you are probably the one of the smartest Miami Dolphins fans that I have heard from in quite some time that's not caught up in this tour hype here. So I just I wanted to make tour. I just wanted to make I love that. Tour. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool and everything, I but at least you tour. call a spade a spade. The defense did its job. In that game, for sure. I mean, listen. It 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 it, it, it doesn't. You could be Stevie Wonder, you can be real Ray Charles, Helen Keller, you name it. It don't take a whole lot to see the defense carry this team all year long. Like that's a given. That's I'm not even debating that point at all. Almost to the basically to the point they were spotting our team. There's a there's a, a period of time there was the defense was spotting the team 14 points 10 to 14 points a game. So for me, you know, it's 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 all about it's all about that progress and it's all about building and building the right way. And go yeah, guys, oh, no, I was about to say if if we could if we can go forward and just just yep. stick with the plan, which we've been doing and we've seen results. Yep. When you have the longest streak of turnovers, you should be in the playoffs. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you. Uh, see, when your I, turnover differential is what it is, I, I don't know the number, but I know it's 
You are so smart, Fincetti. You are mm-hmm. so smart. There's, there's some reason. We gotta, we gotta, you know. When the you can't, you gotta have tunnel you know, when the when the when the Saints when the Saints won their Super Bowl, their defense had the number one turnover differential in the league. Their their offense has always been humming, but when their defense got their act together that season, then they went to the Super Bowl and won it. Mm-hmm. So for me, for me, man, once you once once you got that, you've established that lockdown defense, which is, I mean. You know, think think of all the great offenses we've seen, and dudes walking away with basically nothing to show for it. So for me, I'm 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 about trying to build this thing comprehensively, and in, in, in the playoffs have shown us one thing: you need to build a whole ass team to win this thing. You need a yep. whole ass team to win this thing. Teams like Buffalo, if you look at a team like Buffalo, they look pretty good on paper. They played pretty well all season long, basically. Yet they came across a team that was a little bit better, and in my opinion, the Buffalo Bills are a pretty complete team. So, so, why, so, so why you disrespect Ryan Tannehill when he made it to the conference championship and played Kansas City? When did I? When did I? When did I disrespect Ryan Tannehill? I'm not the Tannehill yeah, leader here. I'm just saying because you're giving, you're giving credit to the Buffalo Bills right now for going to the conference championship, but yeah. you didn't give credit to Ryan Tannehill for going. I don't, See, you're saying about, Ryan I don't care about him, bro. Titan. <laughs> <laughs> you see the you're using? Not, not the Titans. Ryan Tannehill. He ain't even on my team it's, anymore. It, I don't, who's I don't the care. leader of the football team? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. No, Mike Vrabel. Oh, oh, oh! My, my bad, my bad. I will, I will admit it. Let's let's let Fitzsanity do it. She's doing a great job for us. I will admit it. Taylor Lewan. Next. Listen, no, no, no. Do you do you remember how everyone, like every major like analyst and everything, were losing their mind that Tannehill got a deal before Derrick Henry? The disrespect! Mm-hmm. How dare you? You know what, divorce? You know what he said about a year ago? Two thousand on you. Two thousand on you the next season. Come on, that's my fantasy running back right there. Gets me to the championship. Let me, let me shut this down. Let me shut this down real quick. So, what was Derrick Henry when Marcus Mariota was the quarterback? I wait. Oh yeah, they weren't in the playoffs. They weren't in the playoffs. I know that. So Marcus, Mark, Marcus Mariota is not an NFL starting quarterback. He just happened to be starting for the Titans, but he is not. That's not. He won a Heisman, and everybody fell in love with him. He's borderline trash. Heisman, bro, to be honest, does not mean you belong in the NFL. <laughs> Mariota's borderline down. trash, bro. The Tannehill when they shut down Derrick Henry, they lost. No, shake. No, they didn't. They lost. No, they did not. The Titans didn't lose? They shut down Derrick Henry. They lost. That's not because of Ryan Tannehill. That's because of the game plan. Oh, now it's it's the coach's fault. Now it's the coach's fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for saying it. But, Banks, remember on that, um, our our direct messages? (laughs) What did that last, what did, what did, what did a great one the board say about Tannehill? Oh no! Don't say nothing about that. No, we're not gonna. We're not gonna gonna put him out there like that. I'm gonna. I'll say it for you. But I'm gonna say it for you, real quick. My bad. Are you gonna say how you typed it? I gotta defend my honor here. My fault for insanity. So I I specifically put this in the chat. I said, "Damn, Ryan Tannehill effed up." Yay! I also said, I also said, I I feel like Mike Vrabel, 
he was a little, he was coddling Derrick Henry a little bit too much when he came on the sideline during the second half. Derrick Henry was frustrated about the lack of carries in that game, and I and like there was they were having huge success spreading the ball, throwing the ball with. That's Ryan not their Kenny game. Hill. That's not their game. No, it, it, it can be their game, but again, you have to adapt to the game. If Derrick Henry's getting shut down, why are you gonna keep on running the football when you see what's what is successful? You throwing the football with Ryan Tannehill. Your first drive, you threw the ball with Tannehill. You went down the field and scored. Can I tell you and why this- you do that? They do it because they trust Derrick Henry more than they trust Ryan Tannehill. Obviously, yeah. They they, they, they expect Derrick Henry to make a big a big play before they expect because Tannehill. Three hundred yards a game. We need. I mean, it's. Yards. I mean, who who led the. If 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 you just count Derrick Henry's rushing yards after contact, he still leads the league in rushing. So yes. I'm gonna if if listen at a certain point you got to look at what you got, and you got to run it until until the wheels fall off. Because because the, the the arm of Ryan Tannehill ain't taking you nowhere. Oh, but yeah. the legs of Derrick Henry can take you somewhere. This, this threw seven <laughs> picks. He threw seven picks. So how how come we can't put the ball in the Ryan Tannehill's hands? Thirty three and thirty three touchdowns, seven picks. I mean, we've been because talking about Ryan Tannehill's strength is the play action. So if you go over that's everybody's strength. That's listen. everybody's strength. Nah, nah. <laughs> now when you got Derrick Henry, it's it's a different level of it. Come that's, on. A, that's everybody's they, strength. If you had success with the they, ball, everybody's strength is play all action. All they wanted to do was stop the run and make Tannehill beat them. They stopped the run. Tannehill, did he not have an opportunity? Did he not have chances? What happened? And here's another fact: when 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 Derek when they rushed when they rushed Derrick Henry less than twenty times, the Tennessee Titans is one and three. Hmm. Well, Shake, to be honest, I don't think any team's success rate is very high when they rush less than twenty times. It's not true. Very true. Don't play me. That's not true. <laughs> Don't play me. That's not true. Now, I mean, it, you, so if, if you did, did you not see what I the, mean, what Tampa just did? I don't. I don't think they even ran the ball twenty times. A yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Well, yeah, they I, did. I, I, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Shut it down. Okay. I, 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 I think. So, I think so what you that's get. the case. Explain. <laughs> explain the two thousand and what year was that? With Tom Brady was just destroying the league with Randy Moss. Oh, oh, excuse me. What year was that? Who's ready? Did they even have a running back then? Who was ready? Who was ready? I don't remember a running back on their roster. Who was Randy? Who Moss? was the running back? Who was Randy Moss though? But who like, was the running there, back? There are some. There are some anomalies, definitely. But the most successful football teams, they run the ball. Kansas City Chiefs, another example. They don't have to run the ball twenty. They can throw the ball all game and still beat you. Oh, well, I told you well. there are anomalies. You know who couldn't do it? Who? Banks of America. Who's that? The Rams. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, <my God. laughs> that's, that's a good point. <laughs> that is who couldn't do it. Hey. What do you say that? I'm gonna transition this. I'm gonna transition this topic real quick, right? So one second before you go, before you go into that, uh, (laughs) mod squad. Does the mod squad have any control over Streamyard, or they just only YouTube only? (laughs) It's just YouTube, man. 
I told you, I told you at the beginning that was oh, all you was gonna get. Oh, Please, Kevin, after, after the after the podcast is over, you and I need to have a uh one on one. We're gonna, we have your first write out slip waiting on the desk for you. I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a warning. I'm going to I'm going to work, work, work me a pink slip. I'll be right back. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, he done. But uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Speaking of the I Los know Angeles Rams, well on list. <laughs> so speaking of the Los Angeles Rams, um, there have been some rumors swirling around as far as Jared Goff's future, and I'm gonna let Banks take this over in a second. The a lot of people think that the Los Angeles Rams they 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 are they're a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. Now there's a lot of other teams that I do want to that I want to hear you guys' opinion on as far as being Super Bowl contenders with, but as far as the Rams are concerned, do you think if they upgrade the quarterback position, um do you think it's possible that they could be a Super Bowl contender? Uh short answer, yes. Long answer, maybe. Uh, because I, the quarterback position, of course, as we know, is the probably the most important position, as they say, on the field. Uh, and of course, anything is almost better than Jared Goff at this point of his career. Uh, I, like I said, you guys, Devore, you know personally, I was on, I was a big fan of Jared Goff uh, a few years back, and I've, I've, I've literally jumped off that bandwagon. Like seriously, I, I'm, just, I don't want no parts of it. Um, so hold on, um, real quick, real quick. I was right about something. Oh, you was right about Jared Goff. I'll give you that. Hey, look, man, I'm right twice a day. I'll give you that. That guy, that guy is that guy. That guy is a. Uh, um, but yeah, um, there, there. I've I've read some reports today. Actually, my dad called me today too to, to kind of confirm it with me. Um, there's rumors uh, that there's a possibility that either the Rams are going to make a run at Deshaun Watson, but the more the more Stafford. logical thing would be Stafford. From what mm-hmm. we're hearing, it's 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 really really heating up with the whole Matthew Stafford talk that the Rams are definitely in play with it, especially after the comments that Les Snead just made about him, our general manager, just you know pretty much said who's on the team for right now. Basically, I, it, it, everybody sounds like they're just <laughs> done with him. Um, so we'll see, but I can't wait to if, if we do, man, I, I'll be excited. I don't care. I don't care who we bring. It could be James Winston for all I care. I just anybody but golf. It's 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 time. It's time to go, bro. Uh, Thirty was a forty for forty. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's he gave you that thirty for thirty. Oh. But yeah, no, man. I take him. I think I think I think uh, Jared Goff will still be on that team that had uh, Todd Gurley still been uh, playing like he did his sec his third year in. in oh yeah. Football. Yeah. Well, but I think. It, I think- Good. Yeah, well, like I said, just to go add to what you're saying, but but the, you know that's a good point, Shape. It really, really is because uh, you know Tar Gurley was a beast during that during that time. Uh, but uh, as we said, it's a who's who's a quarterback away, and the, and the issue is definitely the quarterback position for us and the offensive line too. I'll throw that in there too. But I just don't think I I I I don't know if 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 Robert Woods Cooper Cup. Cam Akers and, and Daryl Henderson means you're a quarterback away. Uh, quite frankly, this is not. DeVore, post that comment. This is not the Rams team from two years ago. Like they're not a quarterback away. Now, now they made a now they made the playoffs with was what is essentially an overpaid backup quarterback. As a matter of fact, they took 
As a matter of fact, they thought that uh, what does this name guy's name War- Warford? Yeah, Warford. Warford. Dan, I think he should be competing for trying to pump him up. Like, like man, Jared Goff. Man, I, I hope you rented. I hope you didn't buy that house. I hope you rented, man, because that's <laughs> when when a dude when a dude named Warford comes around, takes your job, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I'm okay with that." It's it, it's selling season. Uh, Ryan's on the now, wall. And now, in terms of a quarterback away, to be honest with you, I don't I don't think there's an NFL team that's a quarterback away from a Super Bowl. You may be a quarterback away from winning more games. You may be a quarterback away from maybe making the playoffs, but from a Super Bowl, I don't think so. I don't think any teams any teams one quarterback away. Um, well, at this point, I think the Rams, um, the 49ers are definitely a team that could be a quarterback away. The Dolphins are a quarterback away. Um, I thought the top of my head, those are the only three, uh, the only three, uh, teams right now at the top of my head, but Finsanity, what you got for us? What you think? Well, definitely the Rams. Let's get that one out the way. Um, but here's the thing. I like your personnel. I like the way you guys compete within your division, right? You guys gave the Seahawks a run for their money. Definitely. Uh-oh. Timmy, you guys. Yeah, I see yeah. you. You're back. Um, listen. Do I think the Dolphins are a quarterback away? Not entirely. I feel like we have more holes that need to be filled and adjusted to on our offense. But I love the way that we are going. Um, and how about also having like a stable coaching staff? Can we get that before we're gun call about the Super Bowl? I have my I have my thoughts about that. But uh, how about you know if you're talking about this situation about Deshaun going to LA. He just said the man is like an LA man. He did not say that Deshaun was <laughs> going to be in Los Angeles. And last time I checked, there's two teams in Los Angeles, but we're not going to go there. But um, one of those teams don't need a quarterback, though. It's very obvious that they they don't. Can need I? Can I? But can I tell you something? What's that? Deshaun's a winner right now. Herbert's a loser. Next. Oh no way! So you're trying to um, say they would? They would. They, <laughs> Herbert's not going anywhere. He's definitely the future. No, I don't think he's. I don't think he's going anywhere. He shouldn't go anywhere. He shouldn't go anywhere. He's looking like the best quarterback in that draft besides Joe Burrow. Excuse me. He's looking like the best quarterback in that draft besides looking. Joe Burrow. He's looking. Hey man, one year. Stats don't lie. Give me a sophomore year. One year. He I had Keenan Allen. We can talk about it. Come on, if you want to talk about like the pieces surrounding. Then, like with the wide receiving court, he had the best wide receiving court. And then I would say the Bengals is like a close second. Mm-hmm. But AJ Green is so injury so prone on and off that we don't know. Joe Mixon got hurt. Like, let's really start breaking down some of these things. They do have Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, uh, Hunter Henry, and all Mike this. Williams. And, what? <laughs> Mike, thank you. Had some guys. He had some. He had some. He had some boys. And exactly. he also had. <laughs> He also had a coach Listen. that didn't care about running the ball either. Anytime Bill Belichick has you figured out, I mean, it's Bill, but like you can't be like one of the highest scoring quarterbacks, so hot, so hot, so hot. And then it's like not a single point, not a field goal. Are you kidding me? Tua didn't do much better, so let's not even do that. Hey, Tua scored. 
He, he ran it in dude, twice. Dude, he ran out. it in. He ran I, I, it. Does that not count? Do I, not I, I, I want points. Did we not glorify Fitz for running the ball in? Hey. Dude, how many times? Believe me, the first time, the first time I was like, two will run the ball. When he did it, and he, I was just like, oh, my gosh, just run it in. Came back, learned from his mistake. Now the kid got like, what, three rushing touchdowns? I'm proud of the kid. He's grown. Look at the growth of Tua. Yep. The emergence. Mm-hmm. No, he's learning. The emergence. You're not the emergence. Three or four games. <laughs> he ain't emerging nowhere from what it's looking like right now. Just, what? just, well, just saying. Well, I, 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 I think when you look at, I think when you look at the field, I think when you look at the field on one side, you see Mac Hollins. On the other mm-hmm. side of the field, you see Jakeem Grant, and you're saying the the quarterback is the problem. No, no, no. I don't know. The quarterback is the problem. Is getting 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 um targets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I told you guys, I told you guys two of these weapons because that's what he's always had. To, what's always fallen, and I'm going to keep saying that point, Tua has always played with great talent from the high school level to college, and now we see without the great talent, he doesn't look like a great player. I think, just by eye candy, I think that that Herbert – would would it still be a good quarterback? He just looked like a NFL quarterback. He looked like he was NFL ready. Tua did not look NFL ready. That's just what quarterback would not be good without weapons. And the no. NFL against the against the elite, the elite. There, there I mean, was we, some there was some bull job that was sold to we, me before Tua. Was we saw we saw first of all, in, in his final season in New England, we saw the type of numbers Tom Brady was putting up. With uh, what what can I what I can only call a a cast of dudes, right? Like that that's just a bunch of dudes. I wouldn't even I don't I don't know if a single one of them is a starting caliber NFL wide receiver outside of Edelman, who is who was on the other side of the hill in terms of his career. So, well, if the other side is Mikael Harry, I believe that they're they're it's still it's spotty with him. He it's 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 spotty with him. Like he's been the, the mere the, bird with like Cam Newton's like favorite target. <laughs> like, oh come my on. gosh, that their come their on. wide receiver core last but, year was awful. Listen, back to the Tua thing. <laughs> Did people put him on like this pedestal mountain, like he was the Messiah? Sure, some people did that. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't one of them. But what I will say is, is that I truly believe that with you guys, you guys see shape facial expression. Right? I'm sorry. Just, I don't know if he's his camera stuck or he's just waiting to snap. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Tua, Tua, Tua is only going to get better because you want to know why? The team That's around it. him is going to get better. It That's will. like Jared Goff. We saw what Phil Jared Goff was, and he had weapons around him. But we're not going to talk about that. But we're not going to talk about that, right? But, Jer- but no, Jer- back Jer- to the Goff question. Actually, Jared Goff actually has, to, to be a very honest with you, if I had to be very oh, frank man. here, Jared Goff mm-hmm. actually has one of the best arms in the NFL. One of the best arms. I'll probably put his and arm up. What does five. he do with it? But he doesn't do anything with it. I get you. Exactly. I, I agree. He doesn't do anything with it. He doesn't do enough. He doesn't do it enough with it. The talent, <laughs> listen, talent, talent is not the question. Talent is not right. the question with Jared Goff. It's right. confidence. Confidence is Jared Goff's biggest weakness right now. Hey, you wait, so the biggest still. weakness of Con- your starting quarterback is confidence? Right, yeah, but I feel the same way about you. Can't Tua. give him that. Tua you can't train him that. What Tua are you talking about? Confident. Tua did not look confident this year. That's just my opinion. He didn't. 
He did not look confident. Well, I, I, confidence I was, is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, who would be comfortable yeah. with Matt Collins as your number one option? Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick Ryan Fitzpatrick is confident no matter not, who's out there. <laughs> but listen, I mean, listen, and, and I know, I know you're referring, you're implicitly referring to that Raiders game. Exactly. Where he threw the where he no, threw the ball up and was looking, he was looking at his car in the parking lot when he <laughs> threw that pass. That was nothing but a whole bunch of dumb luck, and I know it, and you know it. The dude, did you did you forget the play on the one, the quick slant, and that he dropped completely? Come on, and man. I'm, I'm still wondering why Isaiah Ford was not out there. I'm wondering play. why Isaiah Ford has a jersey on. This dude is a scrub. <laughs> Isaiah Ford would have caught that though. Come on, have. No, he wouldn't. He no, he didn't, he didn't catch I'm nothing like, in that jersey. Like three passes during the first of the Bills. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> he, I'm not throwing he did. Oh, field. listen, he looked horrible against the Bills. I was. I was yeah. mad. But that quick slant, he would. He would have caught. Look, man. All I all I know is we traded Isaiah Ford away. And then, then I look, I, and then and then five weeks later, I look up and he's back on the team. I'm like, I don't know who. It it just seems to me everybody that gets a look at Isaiah Ford wants to don't return worry. him like a like a Christmas gift. And I'm proud of it because you want to know why? You want to know why? What's up? I still remember that Patriots game on that final drive where those hands were golden. Just <laughs> pillows. Pillows of success. <laughs> Pillows of we're going to get this touchdown and we're going to go down the field. No. Hey, Cap, thanks for that. Thanks for that comment, man. Yeah, you're right about that. We we definitely and, realize that. And and also in regards to, to to Deshaun Watson. Now, sell now trading a superstar player for a bag of peanuts and a diet coke is what's got the last GM fired. So now that you got a new GM in town. He ain't here to cut no deals. That is the number one thing I would think if I was an NFL, if I was a GM in the NFL, the number one thing I would do is do the exact opposite of what the guy who just got fired did. So he see, and from the the comments I've heard from the the, the GM of Houston, he ain't interested in moving Deshaun. Now, if he if that's his if that's his initial position. That means you're either going to have to overpay to get him. No. Yeah, bro, they are not letting him go on a well, fair deal. Well, he ain't going to play. So what you want to do? Well, no, that's going to hurt his pockets. He's making – He has $80 million guaranteed. This is the This is the biggest problem with the NFL players. When it comes to not working and using your ability to play as your leverage – the only player that did it was Le'Veon Bell. All the rest of them broke around regular season and showed up. And Le'Veon Bell was the only one that actually followed through. What's now, does Deshaun Watson do? have Le- Le'Veon Bell's constitution What's set out the whole season? Well, Le'Veon Bell wasn't on the contract either. Right, yeah. and he wanted, he wanted money. Well, they, they gave him a franchise tag, though, right? Yeah. But look, at the Jamal, show up. but look at the Jamal Adams situation. But he didn't sign it, though. He didn't sign the contract. Right. So, he didn't, he didn't right? sign the tag. Yeah. No, he didn't sign it. But the, when he's on the tag, he, can, he can't. That, just because he, he can't didn't do sign the tag doesn't mean he can't, he can't sign anywhere else either. Right. He can't. Hmm. I hey, was, was going to say he can, he, can strong oh, arm them, he can strong arm them uh, Havoc. 
to be honest. You could get he him, can, but he, he could get fined though. He he's gonna get fined a lot. Oh, of he he could show up. He could show up, but he could just go to Jamal Adams' route. Just sit down and talk to a couple of reporters about what's really going on in that Houston Houston Texans locker room or front office, and then he'll be about it hey. sooner rather than sooner than you think. All, all, all I'm saying is, these NFL players, particularly the superstar players that have have <clears throat> leverage, they're watching what's going on in the NBA right now. If you're a superstar player in the NBA, it don't matter what team you signed a contract with. If you don't want to be there no more, you ain't there no more. Like, that's been pretty consistent since LeBron Big Three era. Dudes ain't staying around if they don't want to be there no more. Now, the real question is, are you willing to give up the checks? Now, if you're willing to give up the checks, they have to move you. At some point, they have to move you. Now, is it going to get to that point? Because I'm certain... They're gonna get offers. They're gonna get good offers too. Yeah, they're they're gonna get some stuff thrown. They're gonna get some stuff thrown at them. Yeah, they're gonna get some stuff. And if I'm the Texans, I'll be willing to make a trade for somebody because you don't really have a lot of assets. You don't have a first round pick. You don't have a second round pick. Quite honestly, offer that alone with other you know terms, maybe potential players in the package. You you may want to jump on that because Mm -hmm. you know it'll be it'll stop getting rid of. Deshaun Watson, it really would suck. It's going to be a huge blow to that front part because they drafted him to be the future. And he, that's, you know, it's, they call him the Michael Jordan of football. I don't know if you guys know that, that but that's his actual. That's nickname. disrespectful. Well, no, I that's mean. What you, that's what his Clemson coach called him. Uh, that's that's kind of mm-hmm. what, you know, he when you actually watched his game in college and you actually saw this kid play and the it's stuff amazing. that he was able to pull off, it was amazing, man. Just I, I earned a lot of respect. There's two players, and it's as crazy as it's going to sound. There's two players that I personally knew were going to be good players. I want to throw Joe Burrow in there as a third, but that people counted out that they think they're going to do well. That's Lamar Jackson and that uh, Deshaun Watson. And I said, <laughs> I said that because I said this over and over and over about these two players. If you can go out there and dominate a Florida State Seminole defense, which is full of Pro-level athletes. And let's be honest with you. Lamar Jackson didn't have anything working for him at the University of Louisville. He didn't have a lot. He didn't have what Deshaun Watson had. had, well, had. He lit it up. He tore us apart. And I said, you know what? That kid's going to be really good in the next level. Because You like Florida State, too? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Nah, man. <laughs> You're bad in a thousand, like. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little fan. You were a little T.O., my God. Rams, Seminoles, Chicago Bulls. That does not That's make it. any sense. Hey, man, my, mom, <laughs> my, family's, my, my, my family's from Chicago. I was okay. born here in Miami. When I was growing up, I was born in 1988. When I had to grow up through the 90s, the Miami Dolphins wasn't winning nothing. So about the, <laughs> the Chicago Bulls and the Miami Heat wasn't winning nothing. So and I, I went for the Rams because of the jerseys. I looked, loved their jerseys. That, that yellow and blue was always. And then I, I, one of my favorite players is Jerome Bettis. So you know, okay, get some history to that. Well, that that being said, you know, it, Houston is a team that needs to rebuild, regardless of whether Deshaun Watson's on the the roster or not, because. Mm-hmm. Currently, they don't have enough juice to do anything right now, and they got two guys making a whole boatload of money. It's Deshaun Watson, there's JJ Watt. Deshaun Watson gets moved. I guarantee you, JJ Watt's not showing up for work anymore. 
Oh yeah, I think he's out of there. Well, really? Oh, I mean, well, wait. I mean, I don't know. Oh, don't hey, know. hey, breaking news, bro! Breaking news. I got some breaking news. Yes. Lions are trading Matthew Stafford to the Rams oh. for Jared Groff and two future first round picks. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go. No. Let's go, baby. It just came to my phone too. Let's go. See you later. Okay. Can we uh, can we can we run back what uh the, the parameters of that trade are again? Yeah, run, run, run that run that uh the ramifications of the trade again. Two, two future first round picks and a third round pick. And the Lions. Get Jared Goff. So, yeah, the Lions get two so first round picks and a third. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Jared wow. Goff must really be trash. That's if what, they had to oh give him, if they had to give that up with him. With so they, that's with Jared Goff. So Jared Goff is part of the deal, right? What? Yeah. Wow, they must Super really think Jared Goff, Goff is a pile of garbage <laughs> to give up that. Wow, wow. The Rams, though, you ain't got no That's first round pick. That's a move. Let's go. But you know, but you know, this means hey. that means if they if they if they could trade Watts, if they could trade Stafford, they could trade Watson now. Listen to me. It won't be official until March. No. Wait, it's only okay. it's only it's only right that I have to give my reaction here. Okay. Yeah. And I'm thankful right. that it's whatever. Wow. The two draft picks are not going to mean anything. Until you say not going to mean anything because all that tells me is this: this team, our general manager, once again, this is why I love Nestle because he's aggressive. That's what I love about him. He wants to win. It's mm-hmm. Super Bowl or nothing with us right now. That's it. That's all this trade indicates. He really believes that this team, our team, is ready to win a Super Bowl. We are a quarterback away, i.e., the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one one player away from being there. I cannot (laughs) wait. And and Stafford, hold up, wait. And Stafford, the guy that's been getting crushed by Aaron Rodgers his whole life, <laughs> is somehow with the Rams gonna okay, but oh, not even him. Great. Great. He's gonna do great. He's, he was doing great in Detroit. He'll do. He'll, he'll, do, he'll, do, he'll, he'll do. He'll do. He'll do amazing. Well, he'll he's do gonna do great. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think he'll do he's good. Do but great. I, I will. I will say this good. much though. So not great, boy. This. This. Uh, and I. I am confident in Matthew Stafford in terms of his quarterback play. I feel like he's. Wasted most of his career with Detroit. He will undoubtedly. I mean, anything is really an upgrade over Jared Goff. But if Matthew Stafford ends up getting hurt, ends up missing significant amount of time, or just in general, this trade does not work out. This is a trade that's got a, a fire GM all over it. Mm-hmm. He bet his whole legacy on that trade. Whoever your GM is, he bet his whole legacy on this trade. So if if y'all ain't in the in the in the championship game within either this the year coming up or or the year after that, the trade is a complete fail. Now I agree one thousand percent. Now let's now I'm I'm gonna say it like this: if this trade don't work out and them first round picks are are are, are like real first round picks, this is gonna hurt for a while. But I understand. You got a window. This is your window. You're making yes, a run sir. during your window. 
Yes, sir. I I I, I I I see the ambition, but man, I love it. You're hey, betting, hey, you're betting you a lot on Matt Stafford. News, bro. I can I can I can I just say something real quick? Because no, you I'm, can't. I'm looking at the <laughs> ring. Hey, I'm I'm a big huge I'm a big huge Matthew Stafford fan, right? So I'm just looking at your receiving core. Like you definitely need to go out and get yourself another weapon Agreed. before I solidify the Los Angeles Rams as an actual Super Bowl contender. Because I like I like Cam Makers. He came on later in the year, especially uh, versus who they played in the wild card. Um, damn, who they play in the wild card? Um, the Rams. Seahawks. They played the Seahawks. 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 He had like over 100 yards rushing. So. Um, if they can if they can establish the run, because that's something that you didn't see in Detroit and Matthew Stafford was still able to put up numbers, which here goes back to what we was talking about earlier. You can't establish the run again. You ain't, getting, you ain't gonna have no team success. But um, but can we talk listen, about the real? Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Sanity the war. Odell Beckham. Oh, Lord. Huh. Listen, can I, but can I can I say something? I got a great question. I got you. has been set already in this offseason. So come on, let's talk about it. That hey, trade set the market. I got you. I got you, Finn Sanity. So this this goes back to what I, we was talking about with with uh, with Bobby McCain. So right. me and me and Havoc, Shake and Banks already went over this before about the, about the trade, the trade uh, ramifications for this. Um, for the Houston Texans and the Miami Dolphins, because mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like that's the most logical situation for Deshaun Watson to have some team success and for the Houston Rockets, excuse, Houston out, Texans. Are we talking about Deshaun Watson? he just uh, talking Miami about Rockets? Deshaun being in LA? But no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, it was, but I was, okay. that was, that was, he was talking about vacation that, plans. That was an option, but he got, he at least he got, he got his guy. Yeah, he got a guy. So. <laughs> so, we're now. <laughs> so since we're on the topic about Deshaun Watson as far as asking price I honestly think that the two first round picks of the Dolphins and the later second round pick is going to be enough for Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. and obviously two as well and hey. Havoc's main concern was cap space so we would have like 33 million dollars in cap space because you only have to pay Deshaun Watson 10 million but yeah. if you are looking to free up even more cap space, you might have to consider on moving on from Bobby McCain. You end up saving oh, like I know, I know, I know the numbers. Oh, on you know Bobby. the numbers. He know yeah, the numbers. We saving, saving some money. So Agba, you you can save seven point five million. Alan Hearns, you can save two. Jakeem Grant, see you later. Josh, Alan I, I, I will, I'll see keep you later. Jakeem Grant a little bit longer. I won't. But um, in twenty twenty two, Jakeem Grant. <laughs> Not, but that's the thing. Like we have somebody be- waiting in the midst, though. With with um, man, what's this? Brandon Jones. That's what we got waiting in the midst. So we have depth of the position. Oh, Wilson. Yeah, twenty twenty two was probably the issue where you're going to end up having to make some serious moves. Where obviously you can't. I don't think you're going to be able to bring back Mike Kosicki. Uh Kyle Van Noy. You got to cut your ties with Kyle Van Noy. Shaq Lawson. You cut your ties with Shaq Lawson. And then, either, but you want to make a choice between Xavier and Howard. And, and 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 Byron Jones, if if Xavier Howard doesn't get that new contract, why are we why are we uh, making all these moves? Are we making it for like future cap or so for for twenty twenty two for you to yeah. be able to have a, a a a stable cap where you can bring in other players? 
you would have to cut Xavier Howard. You get like nine million if you well, cut Xavier Howard. Wouldn't that be contingent on what we do this off season? Like I understand the foresight and the forethought of it all, but wouldn't that be contingent on well what happens to be acquired? Personally, I look at the Miami Dolphins. As far as receivers concerned, I'm not too concerned about it. Unlike some of the other Miami Dolphins fans out there, I feel like we're good to go with. Preston Williams and Devontae Parker and then Lim Bowden, he played fairly well down the stretch for the Dolphins. Obviously, yes, running back is an issue. If we can, if we can go out of free agency and get us a running back, I believe I saw a report the other day about Philip Lindsay wanting to come to Miami, which I'm not reading too much into it, but there are definitely some options in free agency. Leonard Fournette's going to be a free agent, so you could, you could look at that too as well. So personally, I'd say probably a tackle, a middle linebacker, and adding a back, and we're first good of to all, go. First of all, we're, we're, we're breezing over what you think will actually get Deshaun Watson. You said two, uh, two ones and a two? Yeah. Well, meanwhile, meanwhile, a very talented Matthew Stafford, but he's he, – the man is about to break. I'm, I'm telling you that right now. The man's about to break at some point in the very near future. You mean to tell me – you for for oh, two ones, a quarterback, and a three, you'll get Matthew Stafford, but you just basically turn the third pick into a second round pick and you get Deshaun Watson. I'm telling you right now, you ain't getting Deshaun Watson for less than three first round picks. Off the top. That's the baseline. That's we'll, absolutely the baseline. We'll see. We will see. We will see. He, they and, ain't moving him for two ones. I know that much. You're getting the two ones and two ones. Bro, they're not taking hey, that. This, this trade made sense in a level of, and again, Shay, thank you so much for breaking that news to us, bro. We appreciate it. My pleasure, man. This this, this makes sense because I hear that, I understand that the two draft picks, I, I agree with everybody. The two draft picks is a risk. But again, this is just, a, this is just who Les Sneed is. It's not like his, it's not like his gambles haven't paid off. It's paid off ultimately for the most part. So he's doing a good job. The guy knows what he's doing. Stafford is just the consistently consi- consistency alone at the quarterback position makes a big difference. And you want to know who I want to give this, this trade credit to? As crazy as it's going to sound, I'm going to give this trade credit to Tom Brady because maybe Les Snead said, you know what? Just just seeing what Tampa did with Tom Brady, just being consistently better at passing the ball and limiting turnovers can get us over the hump. I truly believe that Les Snead believes that this roster has what it takes. We still some pieces away, offensive line and wide receiver, like Havoc said. Definitely needs to be, need, definitely needs to be addressed. And maybe possibly another cornerback. You know, we don't really need one because we got the best cornerback in the game. But – it would have hurt to ask somebody there too. It wouldn't hurt, you know, because mm. who? I mean, maybe Jaden Ramsey can lead the league in interceptions when he got another elite cornerback on the opposite side of the film. Him, as well. Hmm. It's a very, it's a very interesting trade. I mean, we'll look. You, you give the look. The Rams are already a playoff team. Oh yeah, no doubt. So you add at least a consistent quarterback to the mix. You you have you have what they would call. And this is and, and this is a boxing term, but this is what what you would call it gives the Rams a puncher's chance. They're not going to go in next year being favored to win the NFC. 
they're not going to go in next year being favored to win the Super Bowl. But it does give you a puncher's chance at doing something if they win the their weapons. They'll, they'll win the West. If they add a receiver, I strongly believe the Rams will win the West. Hmm. Although, I, well, to be fair, too. Okay. Uh, to be fair, um, the year the Rams went to the Super Bowl, they weren't favored either to, to even make it to the playoffs that year. No, I think, no, no, no. I think people had them in the playoffs off the back of Todd Gurley because yeah. uh, he went for the season as, a, as an MVP candidate, basically. And what are those draft picks? Let's just say how, if we if we didn't give up two first-round draft picks and we gave up something else, all the draft picks would end up turning into it because, like I said, this is a very – Aggressive move by Les Snead. Mm-hmm. All this did was just he's saying he's, he basically said I'm gonna give up the two draft picks because I'm thinking our next draft picks for the next two years are gonna be pick number thirty one or pick number thirty two. Which I mean, Man, you, you setting the bar hella high right now. Pick <laughs> number thirty one. That's twenty two. Guess what? The Texans thought the exact same thing until they were picking number three, and they're like, "Well, they were the Texans." The Texans like, weren't set up. The Texans weren't set up like the Rams are set up. The Rams are set up literally to win a Super Bowl. Like that's no question about it. Right, and so we're the 49ers this year. Like you don't know what's going to happen in NFL season. We'll worry about that. We're, My guy, hindsight, that's what I say. Hindsight is 2020. It could be the best thing for y'all. But you know what fans are the first thing to do? Talk themselves into a trade. Like, oh my gosh, that algebra and the calculus that a fan base will do mm-hmm. to get themselves to this mountaintop. Just let it play out. Y'all gonna be all right. It's gonna be interesting to see, you know, when he goes up against Tom Brady again next year, when he goes up against the likes of Aaron Rodgers and like that, you know. Just, you know, some Hall of Famers with some rosters around them. You know, nothing special. Man, yeah. look. Listen, no, your team's great. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm happy. Okay. Look, your team upgraded. Your team upgraded, bro. That's what it's about. Getting better. We're, 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 we're in a far much better position than anything mm-hmm. in the AOC East right now, besides the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then, with a move like this, the real question is, what would your are you better than AFC the Packers? East? Are you better than the Buccaneers? What was your record against we'll the AFC see. East? We'll see. Okay. What was your record against the AFC East last year? I was pretty shitty. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I was just wondering. I was just wondering. Hey, but you know. this, this running quick didn't question. You let a, didn't you let in like an O and something team? No. When's the last time that Miami <laughs> Oh, y'all lost didn't the Jets. O and I totally team? forgot about that. When's the last time the Miami Dolphins competed for a Super Bowl? Right. See, now, you, now you're just bringing up points that have nothing to do with the, with the Wait, conversation at hand. When was the last time you guys had a consistent city out there? You guys know I don't play fair. I don't play fair. You you guys Listen, know that. Can I tell you something? The Patriots <laughs> made y'all look so bad because y'all had this high-powered, high-scoring offense. How dare you talk about when the last time we competed? When's the last time you competed? Because y'all were not competing in that game. Y'all were getting schooled. Hey, listen. Schooled. Listen, and the funny our- thing about it is everyone hated, but I loved the defense that they were playing against y'all. It, it literally put a smile on my face. It exposed your boy. Our players got extra paychecks, paychecks to compete when it matters. That season – 
You, do you want to talk about the Miami Dolphins that season? We could talk about that. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we here we go again. It's it's we we're, we're out here talking about the Rams didn't do a good job in the Super Bowl, and Banks is out here talking about yeah, but. Y'all didn't see this hey, car I saw the there. other day. That's Something that has nothing to do with the conversation at all. When y'all face the Dolphins, what happens? How can when you face the Dolphins with golf, what happens? When you face the Dolphins, what happens? It doesn't matter. You're talking about a regular season game. Like, <laughs> it meant nothing when you were sitting home for the playoff. <laughs> and where were you sitting at? Where, where were you sitting at the last couple of years? Y'all sitting at where y'all sitting at now? We're sitting there too. But it, don't, it, don't, it, don't, it don't matter Come on now. Let's not act like the LA Rams ain't at home watching Netflix right now, too. Yeah. But, hey, listen, we're at home right now with a cup of the Hennessy in our hand right now. Like, yeah, we got rid of, we got rid of that bum. <laughs> St. Louis got rid of y'all. I went back to LA, back to St. Louis. Y'all can't even find a consistent city to play in, let alone, you know. At the end of the day, congratulations on Stafford. We'll see what it gets you. But don't harp that stuff with us when you couldn't even beat us. When you beat us, then you can talk to me. Until that day happens. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'll say this much. I, I I don't think Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers got that update on his phone that Matthew Stafford's going to the Rams. He went right back to sleep. He's like, I ain't worried about them. I ain't worried about them. Um, are you talking about that guy that everybody predicted? Never mind. I'm just happy. Listen, at least I got the satisfaction of seeing my team compete in the Super Bowl three times in my lifetime. <laughs> I mean, how many? How many? Well, well, I mean, where's 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 the hardware? Well, where's the first the two years jumped on the bandwagon. We got one. We got one. we got one. I was in the so sixth grade, them, so you cried twice. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that do for me. <laughs> one for three, thirty-three percent. I don't. I can't. No, sorry. At least we're at like. <laughs> At least yeah. we're above thirty-three percent in Super Bowls. I mean, it's been a minute, but our percentage isn't that bad, you know. Well, you know, we're the only team to ever have a perfect season what, in NFL two, two history. So, huh? but they don't. Hey guys, I'm going to have to. Uh, I'm going to have to step off for I'm, a second. I got an emergency. Have you ever been weirded out by that shit? Of course, I've been weirded out by that. I'm going to have to step off for a second, guys. Insanity. <laughs> if I'm not back in time. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you. All right, uh, <laughs> well, uh, he could have stayed for the remainder of the. Oh, is that something Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins? Nah, nah. Yes, yes. Nice. Nah. Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins for a bag of chips. Hey, <laughs> oh, Bill O'Brien's back in charge. <laughs> nice. Oh well. On that, you note, know what that was? You know what that was? That was Bill O'Brien and Flores and Greer and all them that that Patriot Brotherhood. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll hand you guys a bone. Yeah, sure, yeah. Bill. Be here in a couple years. Why not? He said, "Bill, Bill, Bill O'Brien was like, look, oh, man, man, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I'm not gonna be here much longer, man." Hey, like, from like, me to you. I'm getting, I'm like, from me got, to you. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting rid of Deshaun too. <laughs> At this point, we might as well just burn the whole thing down. Like, kill twist. Hey. Hey, by the way, what do you think of Bill O'Brien as the the Alabama offensive coordinator? 
I, I think, <laughs> listen, I think um, he's, he's coordinating, right? He's not making the sense. Listen, I'm really excited about seeing Bryce Young. Um, I think he was redshirted this year, so I think he'll technically still be a freshman. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, whatever we do. I mean, at the end of the day, we're still the Tide, and we're the national champions, as you guys seen. Everyone swore up and down that everyone was going to beat us, and that just does not happen. We do not lose two in a row. So at the end of the day, next year, I will definitely be saying roll tie to everybody who was harping at me, you know, talking about we didn't play anybody this year. Well, you know what? We went to the national, you know, went to the playoffs and embarrassed everyone we played. I will say, I did watch that national championship game. It looked like Madden on, on rookie mode. <laughs> they was they just, they was just, they had, they, they did whatever they wanted with Ohio State. And the thing about it is, and like, it's funny to me. You know what's funny to me? Is that like, Jan Waddle, God, God bless him because that kid was obviously hurt. He obviously wasn't, you know, ready back, but he wanted to put something out there because he he knew he wasn't going to be able to compete in the senior bowl. He knew most likely the combine wasn't going to be the same aspects and he wasn't going to get his measurables out there as much as possible. And just pro days probably aren't going to be the same. So shout out to that kid for uh, fighting through that. Granted, it cost me a hundred bucks because I, I made a, Minor wager that he might get in the end zone. They tried to, like you saw where they really tried to on that first drive. But once I saw him, you know, after that first catch, limping off that ankle, I said, "Save, save that kid's career." Because with that type of speed and all that, you're gonna need, you're gonna need that explosiveness in the NFL, and you don't want to risk it all for an ankle. Let that thing heal up. You know, at the end of the day, people know who you are. They know you for your speed, and they know you for your hands. Just like Najee didn't participate in the Senior Bowl today, and and Devontae Smith did. When you come from Bama, you really ain't gotta do nothing but say Bama's on my resume, hand it in, and go enjoy your NFL career. Everybody already has your tape. Yep, and uh, I guess great competition, mm. alleged great competition, because you're in the you know you're in the playoffs every year. Barring last year, that was an anomaly. You should have still got in. I don't know why we didn't get in. Probably because Mac Jones didn't win, you know, the SEC championship. That's neither here nor there. But he played, you know, very well for us this year. Uh, he was a Heisman candidate. And the great thing about it is he's a Heisman candidate. He's not even, like, one of the top, like, three quarterbacks that they're considering. So that tells you a lot about how they still view the Alabama program, which, which really, you know, it is what it is. It is a machine. You put a piece in put a cog in the wheel and he keeps spinning and, and we're gonna keep rolling and you know for me people say they don't play anybody they play each other in practice all the time oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> like you gotta play yeah. i mean it i mean look alabama is the closest thing to a football factory now right they they're what the um used to be they're what florida state used to be like like we we brought this up before when you think about that that the run that um made when they had about five or six Hall of Famers on that one team, you gotta you gotta face these guys in practice every day. So, yeah, man, that that, that that's a machine. And, yeah, and quite frankly, there have not been a whole lot of busts coming out of Alabama lately. And I tell people, you want to know how good you know Bama is, how good these running backs are. 
Alvin Kamara never took a snap for us, but he was actually on our team one year. But he could not beat out Derrick Henry, and a lot of people don't remember that. So he transferred to Tennessee, where he did amazingly well, mind you. But like, there's a lot of names that like just have to transfer out because they're just not going to get the time on the field, and they have to get the chance to you know show their talent somewhere else. Just like Joe Burrow, like think about the quarterbacks that beat him out. Ain't nobody thinking none of those guys are better than him now. You feel me? But sometimes when you get into like these big Mm -hmm. college systems. You only get like maybe one or two times to show what you can do because the next turn. time it's, it's his audition. And if you don't look better than that, they're just going to sit you on the bench, redshirt you, or tell you to go enter into the transfer pool now because top tier, like you got to flash, especially picking up the yeah. playbooks and stuff. I will say this. One thing about it is it seems like because we've had a lot of – to get back to your question, Jake, we've had a lot of turnover with the officer coordinator position. It seems like everybody just wants us because of how aggressive that we are um, with our offensive uh, schemes and stuff like that. So, I mean, at the end of the day, all he has to do is probably hand the ball off because we're going to have a top running back. Not much, to be honest. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't, Bill O'Brien doesn't need to come around and, and cook up the most elaborate plays because you got to stack deck. I mean, Cam Cameron could win with these players. Well, the funny thing is, too, is one th- they asked one time uh, about uh, Nick Saban in an interview, how did he feel about Tua getting three different offensive coordinators? And the thing that Saban said was, well, just because he had three different offensive coordinators doesn't mean anything. They, I mean, they, um, those offensive coordinators offered a, a wrinkle here or there but they were pretty much all running the same system. So it's not like he had three different – he was learning a different uh, a system every time a new offensive coordinator came in. Um, another thing, another thing when he was with the Dolphins, um, I heard this on Five Reasons Sports, his thing was he has an offensive playbook and a defensive playbook, and whoever he has hires as OC and DC have to work with him – those those parameters of the playbook that he gives them, so it's not really changing uh, changing up too much. Hmm. But that's Bama's what I like about Saban. But Bama's going to run the ball, hit you quick, and then hit you over the top. It's it's not hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's 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 not. Look, it's it's it, when you have the best players, and you got a guy like Nick Saban that you know can put the right people in the right positions to be successful, it ain't not brain AD. surgery. Oh, A.D. hurt. Jesus. It, it's, it's not brain surgery. And finally, the Heat won a game finally, by the way. I know. Well, no surprise. Jimmy Butler's back. And they start winning again. <laughs> the call has ended. Uh-oh. A.D. is hurt. What happened to him? Oh, he's hurt? Yeah. Mm. He's down. Listen... But you know what? When you have the GOAT who's used to carrying a team, you do not worry about his Robin going down. You tell Robin, get better, go through rehab training, and we'll see you in the postseason. That's it. (laughs) On that note. (laughs) Look, LeBron will get you to the playoffs by himself. We'll see. 
We'll see. Well, we except will that, see. except the year before last. We'll see. <laughs> he's he got, he had them in the playoff position. Yeah. All they had to do was go five hundred. He's thirty six now. He ain't. He ain't. And what in his late twenties anymore? Well, and that's why Ingram, Lonzo, who else got shipped out? Hart, uh, <laughs> all got yeah. shipped out. How and dare the coach. He? And the coach, yeah, yeah. The Lakers' season is in jeopardy if if that injury is serious to uh, Anthony Davis. When you have the goat, you just sit there and you collect rings. Okay, well, we we gonna see. We gonna see when when when's the crying gonna start? You know what? We should see how many no name players have a ring. Look, because of LeBron, that's just strange. You should. No I, name I, players. Everybody that got a no LeBron name players is, is on the list. He might been out the league for how long and just got put, got put back on Brooklyn. Come on. Oh man, don't I, do that. I, we t- we talked about this. We weren't even gonna touch on LeBron because I knew this was gonna go deep, real no, deep. We <laughs> you know do you want to know the one thing that I don't get? That because you guys say a lot, and I realized to MJ. Supporters, there's nothing LeBron could ever do to be the GOAT. No. The fact that y'all never mentioned that he never three-peated. Like, I feel like that would be, like, a viable argument. Like, if you wanted to do it, like, oh, he could never. Because, I mean, even Kobe three-peated. Like, there's certain things that LeBron, like, has not done, which he's just going to do with this Lakers team. But, like, like let's really be real. Like, let's really be real. Mm-hmm. MJ fans hate when we say LeBron is the gold because we feel like they feel like we are disrespecting his greatness. No, we're not disrespecting his greatness. Michael Jordan was phenomenal, beyond great. I feel like maybe even calling him great is like disrespectful to him because he was just better than that. What we're saying is, is that right now, we're witnessing greatness in our lifetime. You guys got to witness that. And I feel like what you guys think is that we're not acknowledging MJ for everything that he's brought to the game. So y'all just want to bark. And we're like, no, we respect Michael Jordan. There's not a single person in this world who would say they don't love Michael Jordan if they love basketball. Mm-hmm. But what we're saying is what we're seeing from LeBron James in our lifetime, for us to live it, for us to experience it, and to grow up with it, and him to be our superhero, he's the goal. I, I, I feel like that that term is just used a little bit too loosely. Can we just say he is the he's the best basketball player of this era? I'll he's the goat of his era, without a doubt. No, we not no no. There's no you cannot say that. No goat. It's like no, like no goat. Like just say like he is it's the like best player of the era. Do not say goat because goat is on a whole nother level. Like that is. Do you even know where goat came from? Like my dad was giving me like a history lesson on this. No, like why Manigault. So there was this basketball player mm-hmm. named Manigault, and there was this big legend around him. That, like, he was the greatest basketball player to ever play. New York City. But because of drug problems and stuff like that, it ruined his career. And because of Galt, Goat, and it all tied in. Now, can I say Michael Jordan is a Goat? Yes. He is a goat. He is one of the greatest of all times. I'm Hold, not going to wait, 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 that. wait, wait, wait. The, the, the 
T H E, capital See, E after that too. The I feel like this. I feel like this. <laughs> Jordan fans and LeBron fans have to come to a resolution. And I want to start this, this resolution that these guys were both so above their class and their error and their greatness surpassed all that, that the way you guys see MJ is probably the same way we see LeBron. Like, I didn't grow up in Jordan, believe it or not. Like, I don't remember the finals. Like, I was alive during the back end of them. Uh, it's all, like, it's all good. It's all good for insanity. It's all summarized for you on Netflix, on, on the, the documentary. No. The Last Dance? Yeah, go ahead and watch The Last Dance. <laughs> it, it'll get you right. <laughs> okay, look, can I say, someone, can I say one thing? Because I watched The Last Dance because I really wanted to, like, you know, like, I like Jordan. Like, I had a pair of Jordans when I played basketball. You know, I was on the court looking fly, you know. <laughs> Hi, guys. Anyway, um, so I, I respect MJ, but you know what moment made me say, hmm, you know, God really knew when to create Jordan. Because if the media back then was getting to him, could you imagine the media now with everybody being a part of the media, everybody being a critic? That man would have been like psychologically gone. Like the dude had to create stories in his head just to get up for games. Like that's great, that's greatness. But could you imagine all the stories, him just having all those things like, oh my gosh, the dude would have been a psycho. He would have had a mental breakdown because think about it. No matter what LeBron did, it was never good enough. So imagine if MJ had to grow up with no matter what he did, it was never going to be good enough. They always demanded more from him. The man was tired out from the media and, and decided to stop taking, you know, interviews. He stopped. He decided to stop giving press conferences. The dude play baseball. The dude, the dude shut down because of that. But the fact that LeBron James, for the 18 years, has had to hear y'all. Oh my gosh, hey TD. <laughs> Listen, Jordan in this era, he would have been phenomenal. And I, that's one thing that I will never do. I will never disrespect Jordan. And I realize that to some people, saying that LeBron James is the GOAT is disrespectful in their eyes. But I just wanted to show you guys from a different standpoint. It's not that I'm not acknowledging MJ, because MJ was is an icon. MJ walks in a room, everybody wants to be with him still to this day. You feel me? He's probably one of the most untouchable men that we don't even know about, you know? He's here. I, 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 had, I had to crush this this whole thing because to be honest with you, is I, I, I grew up I grew up watching Kobe Kobe's mm-hmm. whole career, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying this because he's gone, but I've always thought this: if there's anybody that deserves to be goat number two, it's Kobe, mm-hmm. and then you got Bron. Bron is three to me. So I can I can, can, I, can, I can I see that argument. Can I say something also? Okay, so here's here's my rebuttal to that. And RIP to Kobe, he is a goat. See, I feel like we can have more than one goats. We can have goats. Like, goats are No, 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 hurt. there's only one. Like, there's forget. only one. Goats come in hurt. There could be only one. The goats come in hurt. But here's the thing, right? What did Kobe and MJ do without Phil Jackson? 
Name the Hall of Fame coach that LeBron James won with. I can tell you the name of the coach, the Hall of Fame coach that LeBron James played with or was coached by. It's called LeBron James. So let's let's put like let's put in perspective. Wow. Kobe I, was out I, here balling. I I I think when, Jackson, when, when, when the story is over, Bill Jackson comes back. <laughs> He wins some championships. I think I think when and the story Jack- is done being told, Eric Spolster is going to be a Hall of Fame. Thank coach. you, thank you. Yes. <laughs> He's clearly Eric Spolster is clearly about going to be a Hall of Fame coach. But was he a Hall of Famer at that time? Uh, was, was Phil Jackson a Hall of Famer when he won the championships? No, he wasn't. First of all, Hall, he was a Hall of Famer. First of all, wait, he was a Hall of Famer when he got with Kobe. That was already written in stone. You get no, six but we're talking about MJ. Talking about NJ, listen, they they needed each other. They both needed Scottie Pippen. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure LeBron learned something from each coach that he had for him to be a better player. But you didn't hear no, you didn't hear no Michael Jordan crying for no help though. That's that's my only thing. And also LeBron, excuse, Michael Jordan is undefeated in the finals. So six or six. Thank you. But listen. He didn't go to six straight. Do you know how much like wear and tear LeBron James had on his body carrying those teams? That, that's, that's, I would understand that, but you, but you had lost. Had he won eight in a row? But it goes back to the conversation we had about the Rams. If you're not winning it, what's the point? He needed a break. Michael Jordan needs no breaks. MJ's the goat. A Moving along. He was smoking cigars and, and drinking <laughs> beers and still was able to perform every night. I commend him for not getting involved with the cocaine and all that. Yeah. You feel me? But he, his body, he, you could tell he was fatigued. He needed a break. LeBron goes straight to the hyperbaric chamber after the game. LeBron, I mean, MJ was out here smoking cigars, drinking the finest brandies, right. gambling. But and 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 I, and I think it, as much as I love LeBron because I'm a Heat fan, he brought us chips. I'm not a yeah. better Heat fan. I love LeBron, I love but him. I will say, if 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 those are the two people we're talking about, because the older heads, they'll they'll talk about Bill Russell and Chamberlain, those dudes. But I'm talking about the era that we're talking we're about great. right now. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan is the closest thing to a certified killer on the court that then you will ever see. And I think that is what differentiates him uh, from Well, Bill LeBron. Russell is the GOAT. The, I understand. He has 11. Jordan shaking his head. Yeah, he's not doing that. He's not doing that. He's not doing that. Kobe and Jordan. So Bill Russell is the champion. He's the GOAT then. He has 11. No, no, no. No, no. Michael Jordan... He's playing Michael Jordan guys. is the closest thing that we've ever seen to a male assassin. <laughs> he exposed your weaknesses and all your fears. It's, and it's, listen, when he told the dude he was going to drop, you know, I forget how many points, and then he went out and did it. I said, "That's crazy!" Like that, like when you listen to the stories about MJ, they're crazy. Here's the thing: I'm not going to negate LeBron James because he tried to win as a team. He tried to do it a different way. Should he have done it the MJ way? Who knows? Yes. I'm pretty sure he would have had a lot more championships if he didn't defer. Just be the killer that you can be. 
We all know LeBron James is a dominant well, player. That's that's not you his game, what? though. LeBron he, is he, LeBron exactly. is Magic Johnson on he steroids. He grew up Band of Brothers. Mm-hmm. He always wanted to get yeah. his guys involved, even at his own detriment. Yeah, if I the team understand, the understand team, that. I he, understand that. But MJ, but MJ was more like, I'm going to drag, drag you scrubs to the mountaintop whether you want to get there or not. Yes. Now, I mean, if you want to talk about who's the better scrubs? teammate, well – I have not all the players, obviously. I'm just, obviously I'm not talking about Scottie Pippen or you know. Yeah, we talk about Pat you know I'm talking about the Judd Bushes. I'm talking about the Judd Bushes of the world. But if you want to talk about who's probably the nicer dude, who's the better teammate, who may be the better human being, I can give I can give that to LeBron, no problem. But I'm talking about like we gotta win this game. Losing is not an option. I would give that to Michael. I would give that to Michael. Hey. I'm not. I'm not crazy. The news and all that, like about that, Michael. And you're gonna hate Michael Jordan getting to the mountaintop, but you're gonna get there. <laughs> LeBron will get you pretty close every single year. LeBron will get you pretty close. Mm-hmm. And I will get. I will give him that much, man. His consistency is unparalleled, in my opinion. He is he's got to be the most consistent superstar I've ever seen in my entire life. He didn't give no break contracts. And he never break. he never gets seriously injured really either. So like he's always playing. He don't take he's, he, he he hasn't taken seasons off. He does deep playoff runs every year basically since he got in the league. He's like he's the only dude outside of uh Kobe that I I I I put in consideration in that rarefied air. But I mean, for me, oh, it's, it's, it's 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 hard to go against. It's hard to go against MJ. Listen, and I I truly I truly respect that, and I I want you and everyone else to know that I acknowledge Michael Jordan's greatness, his mystique, and his prestige. He is that guy, you know. He I, I he is that guy, you know. But for me, and this is just for me personally. And I want you guys to understand this. Growing up, watching LeBron come out of high school, do all that, win chips for my beloved Heat and all that, you have to understand that my feelings toward him are going to be a lot different than a lot of people's feelings toward him. And it's coming from a personal feeling of all that. And I think a lot of people get upset with me because they feel like I disrespect Jordan. I, I never want to disrespect Jordan. He is, uh, you know, last second shot, taking LeBron because he got more game winners and let me stop. We'll take, I'll take you. Uh, we we'll had to cut this stream off. Yeah, great one. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I mean, I LeBron I, has I, more I, main game winners. I, I, <laughs> I, I understand that because as someone that is a lifelong Dwayne Wade fan, true. I I, I almost want to put it Wade and Kobe. Like I almost want to put them together because there's a there's a, a a period of time when they were pretty close. But listen, Dwayne Wade has a legitimate MVP that he did not get. He just played for a trash team. That's why he didn't get it. But that being said, of course, I'm giving Kobe the edge. 
I'm giving Kobe the edge over D Wade, but I love D Wade. Kobe, Kobe's better than Wade. I know. Paul Pierce isn't better than Wade. Paul Pierce. Oh, Paul Pierce. Paul Paul Pierce Pierce ain't better than no Dwayne Wade. Paul Pierce. Yeah, Paul Pierce. Hey, Quint. It's a a toss up. Shake, did you want to add to that before we end up closing this out, man? Man, I I just, like I said, I told you before the stream, I'm a a Kobe Bryant guy and I'm very biased and I'm going to admit that. So that's all I gotta say. Oh, this fourth quarter live, ninety six, ninety five. Any fi- any final thoughts? Oh, sorry about that. Who? Well, anybody? Um. Yeah. You go ahead, Havoc. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, as always, it's great to come on here. Uh, talk about talk about the comings and goings of the world. Uh, appreciate you coming on for insanity. It's always great to have guests that that can that can defend their positions as well as you can. Uh, <laughs> as always, uh, you know we're we're here because of the people that support us in the comments, watching, listening to us. Shout out to y'all, and uh, you know hopefully we can do this again. Um, listen, you know. I had so much fun. Oh my gosh, I haven't had this much fun in a very long time. It was like really good to like talk about various things. It was good to see you again, Havoc, and like the actual yeah, talk. Devore, you always know it's a love, love, hate, love, then hate more, then back to the love with us because we never seem to agree on anything. But, um, you know, you about to see LeBron James do something special right here. Hopefully, you watching. Hopefully, you watching. But no, uh, shout out to TD. Uh, my mentor, uh, my big bro. Uh, we're doing a FanDuel same game prop thing for the Super Bowl. So make sure you guys come check that out. Great one. It would be fun to have, you know, your intake. You have it, you guys. And you shake. Like, everyone is going to put, like, their input on, and we're going to create a Super Bowl betting slip, which is going to be very interesting. Real money will be put down on this. So You said real money's involved? Real money's involved, my guy. We, we about to try to, you know, it's the last football game of the season, and we trying to get, we trying to get that uh, bread and butter. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> More bread than butter, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> make sure it's going to be next week, though. Sometime probably like say whenever he's available to do it. We got to get the logistics out. But y'all seem to know what y'all talking about, so – Hopefully y'all can, you know, help us flip something real quick. This was amazing. Thank you, every single one, to Banks. Uh, congratulations. And God bless you all. That's my always my last thing. God bless. Shake? Not much, man. It was, it was finally uh, good to uh, chop it up with Finn Sanity. Uh, I've been watching her for the longest, you know what I mean? She's I think she's the goat of the Dolphins YouTube, but that's neither here nor there. And uh, Finn's up, baby. Yeah, yeah, you are. Stop being modest. Listen, if we were to really rank them, to like really rank them, I would never rank the Dolphins YouTubers because I'm, I'm at the uh, everybody has their own skill set. Everybody comes with their own vibe. So there's it's no not, ranking. You want to know something crazy? You want to know something crazy? Devore is like a is like I'm like a like I'm a fan of these guys. Sorry over here. So like 
to me, nah. Like, I'm a fan of so many, like, YouTubers. It's not even funny. Like, I just do this because it's fun to me. And I love this team in a way that's, like, unprecedented. You know, third-generation Dolphin fan here, guys. Third generation. So, it's it's really in my blood. And I cannot wait to, you know, have the next generation. My niece, both my nieces are Dolphin fans. So, just bringing them up in it. We're going to have four generations of Dolphin fans in the family, and it's going to keep growing. It's about to become a whole legacy thing. Mm-hmm. And to piggyback off what you said, um, see, DeVore is like the OG because he was like one of the first Dolphin YouTubers. Uh, before, I could, I used to have to tell him how wrong he was in the comment section. Now I get to tell him on video how wrong he is. <laughs> so that's awesome. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, great. It's it's um, it's always good to to chop it up with him, man. And and can I be honest? I'm blessed to be about a part one of this thing. Channel. Ray One Devore legitimately helped me get through quarantine because he was up <laughs> every single day playing Madden, and I'm like, what am I gonna do? And then sure enough, like around noon, here go Great One Devore. Just playing online, and like the fact that he's actually playing other people made him more entertaining. So he helped me get through quarantine. You know, I didn't have you know a mental yeah, break man. or anything like that. So I'm, we might have, I might have to bring that back. You got to, you got to listen. You know, play with Tua, get you some wins. <laughs> no, no, no left-handed quarterbacks over here for me. I'm sorry. What? And moving no, forward, listen, I'm I'm left-handed. You know. And had oh, I had the opportunity, oh, that's, that's had I been about. blessed, wow, you know, with the the Y chromosome to play football, probably would have been, you know, probably would have been a Hall of Famer. I truly believe it. I truly believe I would have been a Hall of Famer. <laughs> so, you guys in the comment section, you can find Finsanity on Twitter at Finsanity Five, also on Instagram at Finsanity underscore Five. Um, you can listen to us on StreamYard, excuse me, I said StreamYard, uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Anchor, along with other major streaming platforms. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Most definitely should share. This is Not For Debate Podcast. We up out of here, man. Peace. Peace out.